Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. <laughs> that was incredible. And Paul Rindo. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Good morning, everybody. Do the show, bitch. Oh, we will. We are halfway home on a Monday. It's October 16th. Getting our heads right in here. Gearing up for a uh, busy week. It's a very busy week for me. I don't know how it is for you guys. I'm assuming, Ben, it's going to be busy for you. We've got early uh, school dismissal this week. Really? Yeah. Parent-teacher conferences? Yes. Ah, yes. So, my wife hit me uh, hit me with that this morning on the way out the door. By the way, Bo's out at 1245. Every day this week. I go, oh, okay. I love it. They, You should really be thankful to schools for taking care of your children for as long as they do a day. It's very difficult to have little children. And especially little children that are, that are as moody as mine. They are very moody turds. And so today... Is that what the teacher is going to say? It's your parent-teacher conference as well? He's a good BSer, though. Uh So he really is like his old man. He kind of... He'll hit his in like eighth grade when he like starts smoking cigarettes and stealing our liquor and stuff. You know that's coming. Uh, but for now, he's still like afraid of teachers and he doesn't want to get in trouble. So that's good. I was that way too. And then I wasn't. But yeah, you know, that's uh, that's going to be this week. So every day I got to get out of here. I have about an hour, hour and a half to myself. And then it's uh, full dad mode. Going to spend the day with him, you know, playing baseball, doing some stuff. Got some early baseball on today, yeah? The first uh, 137 game. 137 is uh, game two of the ALCS. Times out perfectly. And then 507 5 yeah. for game uh, one of the NLCS, opposite of Monday Night Football. So a very busy sports Monday today. That's fantastic. We uh, we need it. We need the content, certainly. But uh, I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle. It's our executive producer, Ben Higgins, friendly neighborhood sports anchor, is here as well. Happy National Feral Cat Day to you, Woods. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, for you, happy World Allergy Awareness Day. I am aware of my allergies. How bad are your allergies now? They've been okay. Not bad. What are you, ha- what are you allergic to? Pollen. Okay. Grasses of sorts. You know, mostly environmental allergies. I'm like not allergic marijuana, to Different si- strains of marijuana. Maybe. Grasses. Perhaps, yeah. Uh, but no foods or... Uh, uh, pharmaceuticals, I don't believe. I when the was, doctor asks, are you allergic to any medicines? I always say, no. I almost made my wife pee her pants with a story I told about Ben Higgins that happened before the show last week. And I didn't tell it on the air because we had a direction we were going. 
And I said, store that nugget. And I told her about it. And she almost fell down laughing. Do you remember this, Paul? I'm trying to figure out okay. what you're talking about. We are about to crank the show up. Ben had done something the day before. You had hurt your back. Right. Playing golf, maybe? What was it? I think uh, it was Was it when I was driving oh, all no. the way back from... I was driving back from U- LA. Uh, UCLA. Then so you had uh, your trainer, and she jacked your back Very up a sore. little bit. yeah. So he sits down. We are... It's 5.58. We're, the cameras are on. We're about ready to go. And he goes, he was like, ah, I really, I really wrenched my back. It really hurts. And he said, I took a couple Advil, though. And I said, oh, okay. I'm not kidding you. Did you miss this, Paul? He looks at me. He goes, ooh, ooh. I can feel those Advil kicking in. <laughs> I said, you what? Can you not feel Advil kicking no, in? No, I, I can't feel Advil kicking in. <laughs> I can feel it kicking in. He, ooh, and he gave me like the, ooh. ooh. Like when the mushrooms hit. Yeah. He's like, ooh. Yeah, I think I've. Oh God! Alka Seltzer and Hannah was dying. She was crying, <laughs> laughing. I go, "This is our beloved Ben. I can feel these Advil. Two Advil you took. Yeah, I can feel these Advil kicking in. Oh. Wouldn't like, you love to be me and yeah, have kind of such an unbelievable effect that everything <laughs> you take, you can just abs- you feel it right. He takes a corner of an edible. It's like <laughs> ten minutes. You absolutely feel everything. That's why I'm very careful with what I actually it's, take. It's yeah. amazing to me. I can but feel. He almost died from an Alka Seltzer. I can feel these Advil kicking in. And I said, "Oh my god, that's the best thing I've ever." Heard. She laughed so hard. She's like. He is so sweet and innocent. I said, that he is. That he is. So, well, it's World Spine Day. So that's, uh, in fact, I had the engineers move my microphone so I can stand occasionally during the show. So you can see that. Freaks me out a little bit, but it's okay. Very weird. It's been this all Friday. So, yeah, we were working on that throughout the show. And now here I am standing, lording over you, doing the show. It's very, it's very odd. And it's also. uh, We're making a phone call right now. Hang on. Okay. Just going to do it live. Live. We're doing it live. Well, hello. Hey, hello, Adam. Good morning, Adam Klug. Where you're live on the radio. Don't curse. Good, good morning, everybody. Good morning, San Diego. Good morning to you, Adam. Sorry about your Braves. Uh, number one, not really though. But number two, and your Falcons, and your Falcons. I don't know if they won or lost. And your Hawks. Hawks. I have no lost. idea how they're going to be. I don't know. Um, but today is National Bosses Day, and so we wanted to call you live on the air and wish you a very happy National Bosses Day. That's very kind of you, and I certainly appreciate the picture you guys are using on the YouTube stream. <laughs> oh, I didn't see it. I haven't seen it yet. Polly must have put one up. That I was not, Ben. I have not seen it uh, yet. Oh, there he is. Yeah, with the hair. That's oh, awesome. yeah, there, yeah he is. there he is. There's our boss, Adam Klug. It's on the, he's on our, our hotline right now. And, and our I will, ben and Woods hotline. I will say this. Uh, Adam's management style is a lot like Kim Ng's, right? He does want collaboration. He doesn't really lord over us. Kind of lets us do what we want, like call him live on the air, things like that. Um, so we really appreciate you as a boss. We've had some bad ones before, and uh, it's nice to have a good one. I, I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. Can, can I ask a question sure. while I have you guys? Shoot. Sure. I heard you guys talk. I heard you guys talking about it earlier with the survivor pool, and I couldn't help but wonder what everybody was what was rooting for last night. Were you rooting for the Bills to lose? And if that had, if that had happened, do we all split up Woodsy's money three ways? Yeah, do we whack up my fifty dollars? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> yeah, right. If everybody goes out, I think we just take Woods' money and we split each it get up. Uh, seventeen dollars. Well, <laughs> yeah. one of us gets sixteen, the other two get seventeen dollars at the end. Oh, but you guys all won. I'm out. So somebody just let me know who I need to pay and when. Uh, but no, we we love you. We appreciate you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for extending us. 
And uh, thanks for putting up with me. And I know it's not easy. Who's worse to deal with, Adam? Uh, the baby in the background or Woods? Oh, me by far. The baby that I'm talking to over the phone. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Thank you, buddy. Have a great day, guys. Love you. Love you he man. is a good boss. He's a great He's boss. A good boss. I yell at him too much, and I feel bad about you've it. Had, now, you've had not bosses that we've had together, but before us. Any boss stories from Woods, the uh, the inspirational poster salesman or the, the was, radio uh, sales cocaine guy? addict, I okay. think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've had several of those. Um, I had, I've had some decent bosses. One, I quit my job. I walked out of a job one time. I walked out of a job one time, uh, and it was a good job, and I made a lot of money at that job. Suit and tie job, and he had just pushed me. Yeah, he's, he's a little guy. He's about five foot three, and he had that Napoleon type of situation, and uh, I was kicking ass, man. I really was, and I had saved a bunch of money, and I'd just gotten a big fat paycheck, and I just hit my hit my end of my rope, and we were there one day. And we were our team was behind for the month on a number of meetings and 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 contracts closed. So it was my idea. I said to the team, "Hey, we should all work through lunch, and like you know, good eyewash for the the bosses." So I'm walking around with a pen and a paper, and I'm taking my buddies, our whole team's lunch orders, and I'm going to handle it right. Cl- class move, and I overhear this guy. From his cube, go, is that mother effer going to do one ounce of work today? And he was talking about me. And I looked at him. I popped my head over. I go, excuse me? (laughs) And he, ooh, all flustered. I go, actually, I'm not going to do any more ounces of work today. And I grabbed my key card. I grabbed my bag. And I walked out the door. And I Hell never yeah. went back. And I was. So left your key card and then walked or out. Or grabbed the door. my car keys. I mean, <laughs> grabbed my car keys, grabbed my wallet, and said, no, actually, I'm not. And I walked out the door. We're f- he and I are friendly to this day, but it was. I mean, he got like in trouble because they lost a really valuable team member. But I had just hit my limit. And I was like, I'm good. I can survive till I find something else. And, um, but he was not a good boss. He was thrust into leadership and had no idea how to manage people uh, at all. But it was it was a scary, you know, scary proposition. Have you ever but, been a boss? Yeah. 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 I managed a team of women, actually, and uh, did really well. We had a, a really, really good, strong team. It's hard. I mean, it's hard to do. There's no doubt. Being a manager is really, really tough. And you have to deal with all kinds of people's feelings. And I'm a little more direct and to the point, and I, but I want everybody to also be happy, and I know that's not the case, and it's hard. Have you ever been a boss? You know? I've never really been a boss. I mean, technically, I'm sports director, right. but I don't really direct anyone at the radio, at the television station. Yeah, I don't have a team people. under me. I, I work with Steve, and you know, we're basically the sports department together, but I don't necessarily manage him. He kind of manages himself, just like I do myself. I, I think I need to say, I've got good bosses at Channel 10 as well. Uh, Sarah, our news director, and Leon, our general manager. Just genuinely good people who like seem to really care about all yeah. the employees. It's great. Like It almost feels like the focus is more about just caring about all the employees than anything else, which is a really nice place to work, uh, which is kind of really fun. Like like They spend so much time culture and just making sure that the environment is right for everybody uh, it can be difficult you can imagine you know just day in and day out those challenges that come with it but it's tough man being a manager is, is really really hard i mean like i manage my kids and that's extremely i manage a t-ball team 
and that's ridiculously hard because uh, they're psychotic, all of them. But and and that's you, you know, get any maximum of productivity out of them. At I, all times? I do. Yeah. Okay. Good. Game days, I get maximum. Practice is a little different story, but um, no, man, we're we're really lucky to have Adam here, and so is Odyssey. They're really lucky to have him. So happy Bosses Day to all of the bosses out there. You think Adam would be open to adding? A mind to the operation. If Odyssey could hire Kim Ng, would he uh, work with her, and how would that help us? Would she be under him, like he'd be the president of radio operations <laughs> for ninety-seven three? The she fam could be the general manager. She could be our general manager, brand manager. It would take it in a second. Yeah, Stormout Steve. That's where it was born, Dominic. Stormout Steve. That was your origin. That's that's one of them. That's why I've <laughs> said several Stormouts. Uh, but no, I, I I really, really appreciate a good, caring, kind boss. And Adam is that. He lets me vent, and we get into it <laughs> from time to time. Oh, but, do you? But he always apologizes, and I always apologize, and that's it. We care. That's why. You care. It's also World Food Day, which is, uh, well, you know, something we all need to survive. So go food. Go food. All right. Now that we've uh, covered all today's holidays, uh, we'll get back to the show coming up here at the bottom of the hour. Jordan Schusterman will join us from Sesame's Family Barbecue. Now we this week, week for those guys. we had Jake on last Monday, and then everything broke. The whole thing went with, crazy with the story involving Orlando Arcia and Bryce Harper. So we'll we'll find out about some of the fallout and Woo. what they've been dealing with this week when Jordan joins us at the bottom of the hour. So you definitely want to stay tuned for that on a grand old Monday. And I want to talk a little bit about San Diego State because. Not just the football team one, but some big news for the basketball Ooh, program saw this breaking last, last night. night as well. Wow. And uh, we are 47 minutes away from the first college basketball poll of the season coming oh, out. The preseason top 25. Here we go. So here we go again yes. for your San Diego State Aztecs. Get to that coming up. We'll t- uh, check traffic. Be right back with more Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I don't know if it's coincidence or not, but Woods goes to Nevada for the weekend. He comes back. And all of a sudden, the Aztecs get the number one ranked high school basketball player in the state of Nevada. You're welcome. To commit at San Diego State. What did you do? What did you we say had a, while you a were great, there? We had a great visit. Did you? Yeah, we had a great visit. Great visit. I told him, you know, I've lived here in Nevada before. It's not great. Uh, San Diego is where you need to be, young Pharaoh. This is where you need to That's come. a great name. Oh, yeah. dude, I'm a fan of this kid already. Pharaoh Compton is his name. He's uh, 6 feet, 8 inches, 220 pounds, with a 7'3 wingspan. Consensus four-star prospect, ranked number one in the state of Nevada. Un- unbelievable. And uh, he committed during a nationally televised high school tournament yesterday. San Diego State was one of the schools he had visited on his list. Uh, but he says he is coming to SDSU. Turned down LSU, turned down Virginia, I yep. think. There was a couple more uh, big schools in there. And that is, I mean, that is straight up, Ben, the the benefits of making that run. Tennessee, UNLV. UNLV. Hometown. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's straight up the benefits of making that run. Yeah. And uh, Aztecs also got another seven-footer yesterday. So two big guys. Uh, his name is David Majak from Phoenix, but... He's another one of these players from South Sudan, like Agueca Rope, and some of the other players the Aztecs have had that has turned into a bit of a pipeline. Uh, and going to be a shot blocker. Might be a, a redshirt candidate for next year, but Aztecs, now that Nathan Mensah was gone, in need of some some bigger players, and now they've got a couple of them, top ones that have committed, uh, giving them some size going forward at San Diego State. So, yeah, Brian uh, Dutcher capitalizing on the run to the Final Four with some uh, upgrades in recruiting. Now, uh, Farrell Compton, his roommate from his high school team, is already committed. Taj Diggerville, a 6'5 wing, committed back in June. So I think that probably helped, knowing he's already got a friend on the team and they're going to kind of come together, package deal. But a really good recruiting class for San Diego State. You would expect, you know, to the winner goes the spoils. And in recruiting, uh, high-profile games in the NCAA tournament, gold. For Brian Dutcher and his coaching staff to get you know more exposure and you know you saw the stories they were at the Final Four. Dutch was like calling, "Hey, I'm on the team bus on the way to the Final Four. Yeah. We want you to come Incredible. to San Diego State. That's a pretty good sell job right there that other coaches so can't about do. That. As hard as a coach can flex. <laughs> well, and you know the the other thing too is it's all cyclical, right? So credit to Brian Dutcher for recruiting when his program. Wasn't right. That's a good point. You know, yeah. it's, it, it, he he still did a great job at recruiting, finding diamonds in the rough. You know, uh, uh, getting guys to come here and commit and stay. Right, and now, not that it's ever really easy because well, now you're up four star. You know, four star prospects. It's hard to get those guys to to commit. The, fi- and- the fine line though is you don't want to completely change the kind of players you're recruiting because. You've had success with the kind of players you're recruiting, like defense first, team guys, you know, guys who are willing to do whatever it takes on the floor to keep the Aztecs as, you know, a top defensive team. 
And sometimes those five-star type recruits, they're not those guys. They want to show off in one season yeah. their offensive skills so they can get drafted for the NBA. And they're phenomenal players, but are they San Diego State players? Now, you think about the players that San Diego State's had in the past, like Nathan Mensah, Skylar Spencer. Like It's a different breed of basketball player to enjoy and want to play defense. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, defensive drills are the worst yeah. in practice, and to find guys like that, that that's their mo. It's a perfect player for San Diego State. Now, Compton has some highlight dunks that Dude, are incredible. I watched, I watched a film going around of him last night, and I went, "Oh, oh, wow, <laughs> okay." So he'll be ready next year, next season. Yeah, he, okay. he'll be a freshman next season. Probably will maybe get a chance to even play as a freshman because he is known as a good defender as well. Defends multiple positions and. You know, so you can see that Dutch is not, he's not simply, hey, oh, I see stars, you know, let's, let's get them. No, they still have to fit the model of the San Diego State basketball player. So it's a, you know, it's trying to stay true to what got you there, but maybe at the same time, upgrading a little more athleticism and talent even on your roster seems like a good way to go. So, uh, yeah, 35 minutes, the first AP college basketball poll of the year will come out. You'll be disappointed. Doesn't mean, I don't know. I'm not. See now, is this the big one? The AP? That's the one. Yeah, that's the that's the main one. Um, I don't know that I'll be disappointed because I feel like this might be the one time that San Diego State actually gets a little extra bump. I mean, they just were in the national championship but game. There was that fresh on fresh in the yeah. They got what was the poll that came the, out? The that ESPN's you, too you early lost, top twenty. You lost your mind? They, well, they just dropped him from twelve to eighteen for no reason. I thought twelve was a little too high. I'm looking for the Aztecs to be somewhere between fifteen and twenty to That's start. A the good season. sweet spot. I don't necessarily want them higher no, than that. You I really don't, don't. I don't want the pressure of being like a top ten team right out of the <laughs> gate. But I also think hey. So many times the Aztecs have been overlooked at the start of the season. And they had to go six six and zero before they even got a sniff in the top twenty five. Right? How about you know, let's start there this year and see where they go. So yeah, I'm I'm looking for like a seventeen, eighteen, nineteen kind of ranking. Okay. We'll find out before the end of the show. Well, that's why I told this you this morning your, where they where they check in. Set your expectations low. Yeah. Anything higher <laughs> is a nice surprise. Now if they aren't in the top twenty five, I will be hopping mad as you like, should okay come on you they made it to the championship game does not you get no credit for anything it's, well it all depends like on they lost every play right i was gonna say it all depends on who you're bringing it, back. it does but and they're bringing back a few of those guys so and they're bringing back the guy that nationally got the most attention lamont. because because of the shot lamont yep. butler everyone knows he's back he's a great defender preseason all conference uh in in the mountain west i feel like just that is going to give him enough you know they got Jade, Jaden Ladee is back yep. as well. They've got some. You know they got Darian Trammell is back. I mean a lot of guys you saw in the tournament are back. They look at the line and they go, "Oh, I saw that guy. Oh, he made some big shots in the tournament. Oh, I saw that guy. He was good in the tournament." That's going to give them enough credit, I think, to be a top twenty team. Okay. when the poll comes out today. All right, we're going to hold you to it. Yeah. Uh, Aztecs football team also got a win. You got to stay up late to watch that one. I think it ended at about 11.25 on Saturday night in Honolulu. Beat Hawaii. Wasn't how, how are they this they're year? Bad. Bad. They're bad. They're 2-5. and five. The Aztecs are now 3-4. and four. But after losing four in a row, you're not turning down any wins if you're Brady Hope. Fair. Uh, it wasn't... It wasn't the... I mean, they, they had four interceptions, I think, or four turnovers that they capitalized on. Had they not won the turnover battle that overwhelmingly, could have easily been a loss for San Diego State which is uh, kind of scary because Hawaii is not a very good team. But then again, it's not easy to travel into the middle of the Pacific Ocean and win a game. So they get that one. Now they come home. 
You got winless Nevada this week at Snapdragon Stadium. You have you have to win that one. And if you do, you're back to four and four, and you're kind of back on your way to at least qualifying for a bowl game this right. season. I know we've Beef Brady. talked about how that's that hardly seems to should be the standard for the program is six wins and just getting to a bowl game, but it's better than not getting to a bowl game. Yeah, and, and, I, sp- I mean, unless you want uh, a new head coach. Which, uh, you know, you keep hearing those whispers, but at the same time... Well, the, buy- the buyout for him, for Brady, is too big. It's too much. Sounds like it's too much for the Aztecs so to make any changes. Stuck. So you just stuck. Probably J.D. Wicker was as happy as anyone to see that win, because if they had lost, the... <laughs> The the, the, the the calls outcry, from the yeah. alums would have gotten louder and louder to the point where at some point you can't just ignore what all your donors and alums are saying if they they wanted to change. I saw uh, one of the Aztecs fans I follow on on X did like a poll. It's like eighty percent wanted Brady Hope gone. Yeah, you know. And then it's not scientific, after the win, but no before the before, before the, win. the win. You know, I don't know how big that changes with one victory at Hawaii, but certainly the state of the football program is not. Is not what anyone hoped it would be at this point. Well, and I also think, you know, with basketball season right around the corner, I think the attention and focus is going to shift massively to the basketball team because they legitimately have a shot. It's a basketball school. It's a basketball school. It's okay to be a basketball Dutch says, we're a Power 5 program. We may not be in a Power 5 conference, they but are. I consider us a Power 5 I basketball program. I saw his program. quote last week. It was, it was interesting stuff. So, um, no, I, I mean, I'm, exci- I'm such a casual basketball guy, and I'm excited to see what they can do again this year, try to run it back. I mean, it's going to be tough to top what you did last year. That was, that was magical. So much fun watching those games. Had a blast, uh, and and it's gonna be tough, tough to get back there. I Don't mean, forget to take down the number one team in the Bro, it was yeah. unbelievable. And then you're trying not to get ahead of yourself, but you're like, bro, Creighton, and yeah. FAU, yeah. Final Four. That's it. I mean, everything broke the Aztecs way yep. last year. After great. they beat Alabama, I was like, sky's the limit. Yeah. And it was just so cool to 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 watch that. So I, you know, I think I don't blame. You, if you're not super fired up about Aztecs football, it's not something to be super fired up about at this point. Doesn't mean it can't be someday, uh, and it doesn't mean Brady coaches Brady Hoke isn't the coach to do it. You got to recruit players. You got to figure out a way to get some dynamic players. I think you get Brady Coach in here. Get Brady Coach in here. He's much better. It's in his name. (laughs) (laughs) Brady Coach. Give Coach Cantera a shot. It's right in his name. I mean, it's right in his name. He was born Coach Cantera. That's so right. You know Coach what he was going to do. Yeah. All right. Uh, you can uh, watch tonight's game. Primetime NFL games all available for free from Westwood One, live here on 97.3 The Fan and on the Odyssey app tonight. Listen to the Cowboys and Chargers. Thursday, the Jaguars and Saints right here on 97.3 The Fan at 4.30. Or simply download the Odyssey app and search for 97.3 The Fan at kickoff. We'll come back. It's a grand old Monday. Jordan Schusterman from Cespedes Family Barbecue will be with us to talk MLB playoffs, the breaking news this morning, Kim Ng, and then everything that went on with those guys and Jake Mintz last week. Uh, should be a good one with Jordan. Coming up next. I've been waiting for this one. On San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Jake and Jordan, especially Jake from Cespedes Family Barbecue, gave us a lot to talk about last week. Sure did. Involving the uh, Phillies series and Bryce Harper and Orlando Arcia of the Braves. Uh, Now we've got the ALCS underway. The NLCS begins tonight in Philadelphia. And uh, Jordan's going to join us to talk about uh, everything on his regular Monday hit. We'll do that right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. All right, let's go out to uh, our hotline. We are joined right now by Jordan Schusterman, number one Leody Tavares fan on 97.3 The Fan. Good morning, Jordan. Great to see you guys. You know, all season, as I have declared my my fandom for random Padres left and right, I decided to keep the theme going because Leody Tavares, one of the few players left on the Rangers who A.J. Preller had something to do with. So I wanted to shout him out. And also a massive game last night in game one. He, did not know that. He looked uh, fairly surprised when he hit that ball as far as he did <laughs> off of Justin Verlander. And I think he surprised the hell out of Justin Verlander, too. Yeah, yeah. Tavares and Jose Leclerc, who's been with the Rangers for even longer. Those both guys, I know Preller was involved uh, in signing both of them as amateurs out of the Dominican Republic. So obviously a lot has changed uh, for the Rangers since since Preller was last there. But I thought that connection was kind of cool because Tavares and Leclerc were two of the MVPs last night for Texas. It's always fun to see uh people that A.J. Preller uh, has touched in some way uh, shine for other teams. Uh, as we did not make the playoffs. So always a fun treat for us, Jordan. Question that's been on my mind for a week. Number one, how is Jake doing? <laughs> Why? Did something happen last week? <laughs> God. Um, yeah, no, it was good. It was uh he's he's good, all is well. It was nice to kind of put all of that behind us. Series was over, could kind of just reset this weekend. Yeah, it was a very interesting experience. Um, but obviously as I think we all saw uh, as the events uh, unfolded over the span of the last week, I think everyone in the people who do this job and um, 
no, Jake, uh, know that he was literally doing that. He was doing his job well, and we ended up with a lot of interesting things to talk about. So while there were some unfortunate uh, sequences of events along the way, I think we ended up in an okay place, and now we're excited to talk about what's happening on the field again, which was real, which was the real shame, because if anything, what was most disappointing about it, regardless of how it had to do with my friend, is the fact that we went from an all-time postseason game, which was that Game 2 victory yep. by Atlanta, and then ended up talking about stuff that wasn't that. I thought that was extremely disappointing <laughs> from the Braves' perspective. Um, and then, of course, it's really all about Bryce Harper, whose birthday it is today. So happy birthday to happy Bryce. Happy birthday, 31. Bryce Harper. Uh, for anyone who missed it last week, happened to be on vacation, just to get you caught up to date, Jake uh, from Cespedes Family Barbecue, writing for FoxSports.com, was the one who reported on Orlando Arcia. Kind of saying poke, poking fun, <laughs> attaboy Harper when Bryce made the base running mistake in the only game the Phillies have lost this postseason. And uh, some people, uh, Alana Rizzo, one of them, came and said, hey, that you're not supposed to do that. The Braves, Travis Darnot, kind of said, hey, that's not supposed to get out. But you know what it reminded me of, Jordan? A little bit of when Fernando Tatis Jr. swung at a 3-0 pitch and got kind of raked over the coals for a second by the Texas manager and a couple of old-school baseball people, and then everyone else jumped in and goes, wait, why Why are we complaining about this? And in the end, it ended up, I think, being a very positive thing for the sport, for Fernando Tatis Jr., and I think ultimately a very positive thing when you saw all the people coming to Jake's defense and saying how he's doing his job, this is the right thing, everyone saying this is how it goes. I kind of liked how it all turned out for you guys. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, part of me is, is is still laughing at it in retrospect because it's not like he's some hero. I know all these Phillies fans are like, oh, thank goodness. It's like, no, this is about Bryce Harper. This is about the Phillies being in the Braves' heads from the beginning of the series, right? I mean, it was it was pretty clear the degree to which they kind of uh, collapsed, uh, especially offensively, that they were just, just not up for it. Um, and I guess the Arceus stuff clearly added some level to it. But no, I mean, like we said, he was quite literally just doing his job. And I think that if anything, it did produce a lot of regardless of how it was people defending Jake, which he deserved. But just the discourse around like, what is the purpose of being in the locker room and telling the stories and and making these sports, uh, these sports stories more interesting, right? Like. But Jake didn't do that like Orlando Arcia did. And that was his right. And there was a way he could have handled it that would have kept the series, kept the whole story moving along. He could have said, yeah, I said it and we're going to, he's great. And we just had an amazing win and I was really excited. And now we move on. Yeah. That is not the tack that they went. The, the narratives talking to our pal, uh, Jordan Schusterman from Cespedes family barbecue here on a grand old Monday on Ben and woods. The, the narratives this, this postseason have been, um, tough. They've been tough to, to deal with, to swallow as far as, you know, the layoffs and the format. And then, you know, this clubhouse is sacred and this and that. What, from my perspective, as somebody that's never played the game at that level, all it sounds like to me is pretty pathetic excuse making. That's all it sounds 100%. like to me. Hundred um, percent. And and I I I think when I do always appreciate when a manager or a player says, "It's on me. I didn't get the job done." What do you say to that? It's the best answer. You there is n- nothing you can say to that manager or player to follow up. Even it's on me. I I I effed this up. It's my fault. Mm-hmm. What do you say yeah. then? Fine, you're fired. Yeah, 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 exactly. It is your fault, right? Like the fact that Dave Roberts. I love that Snitker came out and said, "No, it's not the layoff. 
It's not the layoff. We're a good baseball team yeah. that didn't play well. I mean, I, I, I can't believe, and I can't believe that is getting as much traction as well as uh, as the Orlando Arcia comment. I mean, they've been equal, you know, a fifty fifty this playoff run, and it's been embarrassing for me. Yeah, I agree, and it's really weird because I understand the basic notion of you know you want the regular season to mean something, but like it does, and ultimately, like. Your reward is one, you don't have to play around before. I don't care how many days you have to sit at home. Like that is an advantage. And two, you get to keep playing at all, right? There are a lot of teams that do not. <laughs> and that's the whole point. You get to play in October at all. That is an opportunity. That is a platform. That is a stage that whether you go 0 and 2 or 5 and 0 to start the playoffs, like you had that chance because you won a bunch of regular season games. So it's not that much more complicated than that. I guess because it is still a relatively new format, we feel like we have to keep talking about whether it is good or not. I don't I don't care like I don't I, I've been if anything what's been most inter- disappointing like I've been disappointed in how these teams with a bunch of regular season wins have performed just because we've had short series and sweeps yes. and non-competitive like that's been disappointing for me as a neutral I don't care that they're struggling like that that doesn't make me think that oh we have to go out of our way to change it so that we make sure that the teams that were the best in the regular season are the best at this time of year like at this point it, it doesn't matter like I just want to see good baseball yeah, and if the Diamondbacks show up in the NLCS, that's awesome. Like that's fantastic. I'm excited about that. So I don't need. I don't know why we're we are so desperate to see all the best teams at, at the top. That's just never how it's worked. But I, and I feel like I feel like there's enough whining going on publicly that Manfred will take a look at it at some point. I really do. I, I've seen it from you know well respected guys, guys that I respect a lot. You know, talking about you know how it's unfair and this and that and. You wonder that the squeaky wheel gets the grease sometimes, and I just don't know. I just don't know a way around it unless, yeah, you know, unless you add more games or something. But I don't know how that helps. You know, I, I just well, right. That's where you get into: Are we expanding the postseason even more? Like, right. there's there's versions of that. No, no. I will I will say that like I I do I don't think that the layoff thing is not real. I just don't care. Like well, I yes. like it's still an excuse. Like it could be a real thing that it is that it is weird to suddenly have 5 days off when you haven't done that the whole season. Like I recognize that. Like I'm I'm not saying that it's impossible of course. that that is impacting teams. It just I I don't understand like I I don't want to go out of my way to change that just because you can't handle it when some teams have handled it and we're still working with tiny sample size not just this year but with this format in general. Talking to Jordan Schusterman from Cespedes Family Barbecue here on a grand old Monday and Jordan my Moderately hot take this morning is that the Arizona Diamondbacks are being a little bit overlooked in this National League Championship Series. I get it. The Phillies are magical, and Citizens Bank Park is just impossible to win a game at. So how could the Diamondbacks win this series? They're red hot right now. I mean, they they are red hot. And just to everyone saying, oh, it's going to be a four-game or a five-game series, maybe they're right I mean, given the stars that the Phillies have, they could barrel over the Diamondbacks, but that's not how baseball usually works in my mind, and I'm expecting a closer series than most. What do you think? I totally agree. I think I've been so impressed with with Arizona this this month in particular just because of how 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 many different guys have contributed. Yeah. That's 
been the main thing that's kind of stood out for me. Just almost every single player in the lineup has had at least one moment on offense or defense. And then the bullpen too, right? Like these are guys that rightfully were, were sort of down and coming into the postseason, but them and Texas, those guys have, have generally showed up and, and the Arizona bullpen is far more anonymous than what we're seeing in Texas. So it's, it's very, very impressive. So I, I totally agree with you. I think I picked uh, on the preview we recorded this morning, the podcast, I picked Phillies in seven because I do think that the D-backs have a real shot here. And I think the, the other interesting element of this too is the Phillies are no longer, not that they were even that big of an underdog last round. Um, but now it's not even close, right? Everybody's picking the Phillies. Yep. The pressure is on them yes, 100%. 100%. Now, they clearly know how to handle it. They they did it last year, and now they're even more high-powered and healthier and all these things. And, like, that's they're the better team. Like, I still do believe that. But the pressure's on Philly. Like, Arizona is not only pl- playing as, as hot as can be, but they know everyone's picking against them, and they're just going to keep doing their thing. So we'll see how the, you know, how the layoff impacts their offense and whatnot. And I think the Phillies pitching that they're going to see is a lot better than uh, what they saw from the Dodgers. That's for sure. Um, so it's not going to be easy. But I, I think Arizona has a real shot here. You know what's going to be interesting, too, talking to Jordan Schusterman here on Ben & Woods, is watching how Torrey uh, Lovello managed against the Dodgers, knowing short series, you got a day off here and there. Do you get the sense, I mean, when you've got when you've got Gallon and you've got Merrill Kelly, you're going to expect six innings from those guys, maybe even potentially more depending on how it's going. But do you expect him to manage aggressive with that kind of, hey, we're not even really supposed to be here. Like this is house money for us. Or do you think he'll he'll be a little tighter now that it's, you know, the NLCS? Yeah, again, I mean, I think, like I'd say, like I, I would still flip that more to 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 the Rod Thompson. Rob Thompson. Side of yeah, because he's he, he's made a lot he of moves too. Yeah, he's done it this month and he's did it last year, right? So we've seen him more. He's going to be a little more comfortable in that spot. But yeah, I mean, no, I think the urgency is there. I mean, I think that if you're in a situation, especially in these first two games, where you think that your best chance to win is to pull Gallon earlier and then go to your bullpen, who has essentially been perfect so far. Now, again, you're you're dealing with a, a quite quite a tough opponent here. But yeah, like they're they're absolutely gonna. Maybe they they if if the worry is okay now the pressure is also even if the overall big picture pressure is on the Phillies, does is it harder to press the right buttons when you're trying to navigate you know late in a game in Philadelphia? Yeah, that's a totally fair question, and and maybe some of these relievers who have been so amazing so far ultimately do scuffle. But I think they'll be aggressive, I, and I think that although when you we already saw them do it against the Dodgers too, right? I think some people were surprised when they pulled Gallon against them. So I wouldn't be surprised if they do the same thing here because the bullpen has has proven trustworthy. Pretty pressure packed game for the Astros this afternoon. I mean, obviously the series isn't over if they lose, but wouldn't want to go down two nothing to a red hot Texas team having to go back to Dallas then uh, for the next games. It, it's this is one the Astros kind of need need to have today. 100%. And Eovaldi's been been so impressive. He's he's been the pitcher that I've just been I mean of course Montgomery and you know what he did last night was was amazing but he had been so good in you know August and September. So that that part wasn't as surprising was Eovaldi was just injured and looked terrible in September. So for him to kind of flip the switch and look as good as he has in his two postseason starts so far is not surprising because we've seen him do it before. I just thought he was injured. I just thought he he just did not look the same. So I, he has been uh, marvelous, but I, it's hard to imagine the Astros going quiet uh, in back to back postseason games. I have to imagine they will there'll be some some response there, and, and maybe the matchup with Eovaldi, who's maybe a little bit of a harder thrower, maybe the, and, and a right handed uh, right handed pitcher, maybe that's a little bit of a better matchup um, than what Montgomery did to them. But what, what Montgomery did was essentially just flawless execution all the way through. 
Um, if Yavaldi can do that again, then yeah, the Texas is is looking looking quite good. Is there really a chance Reese Hoskins plays for the Phillies? I know uh, he has not. He's done everything but take ground balls. I think so. Uh, in a DH situation, using a guy like Reese Hoskins, he's is, not on the roster. Is they, he not on the roster? Put him on the uh, roster. Bummer. So. bummer. But I mean, I don't think I know because Rob Thompson gave kind of a strange answer yesterday. People were like, "Wait a minute, is he going to do it?" I think even in the World Series, it still seems unlikely. But yeah, I mean, you're looking at I, I I would even be stunned if he's starting under any circumstances. Yeah, you're basically looking at is it worth it to put this guy on the roster for a pinch hit appearance late? Yeah, right, and leave somebody off reliever. That's that's kind of what you're talking about. I mean, it's it's kind of absurd. I know we have some president before before one of them is literally on the Phillies and Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber. But listen, I mean, I, I it, it would be an amazing story. As, as I think you guys know, like Reese Hoskins is one of our favorite players and favorite people in the game, and we're rooting for him. We'd love to see it, especially potentially his last year in Philly, last year of his contract. But at this point, you can't – like compared to the Max Scherzer situation with Texas, right, where he rushes back from the injury and he's miraculously back on the roster, that's a situation where they don't have a whole lot of better options. So that's kind of worth the risk. It's not like the Phillies are – dying for offense here like the lineup's doing okay so of course we'd all love to see it but i i don't think they're going to push it um if, if they really if they really have to Beautiful. and then finally jordan just your reaction to the kim ing news this morning and and also the Alyssa nakin interviewing i mean the women in in baseball yeah. uh topic uh you know we're excited by it i mean uh, about time and i as i said if you can uh, double the number of potential candidates for your job uh, compared to every other team you're, you're probably doing something smart yeah, I mean, quickly on Alyssa Nacken, because we, we didn't get to talk about her uh, on the podcast today. We did touch on the Kim Ang thing. Like, this is the kind of situation where it is historic and a big deal, but also when you consider her qualifications and what she's been doing with the Giants, she's an extremely obvious person to, <laughs> to interview for this job. Uh, like that, so that part is like, yeah, that, that, if someone in her position, Previously, it's like, yeah, of course, that would be someone you would hire. So I would love to see that. Who knows? Um, but I also think that she has an extremely bright future ahead of her. And it wouldn't, even if it's not this giant job, I wouldn't be surprised if she has a position like that at some point in the future. As for the Kim Ang news, like, yeah, that's pretty shocking when you consider kind of the, the success that the Marlins had this year. And based on the early reporting this morning, it's just like there was not a, a shared vision there between her and the owner. And that's really disappointing. But, but you know, credit to her. That's 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 her right to say, no, like yeah. this is not a job I, I need or want to have anymore if it is not the job that I, that I thought that I signed up for, that I expected it to be moving forward. And, you know, we've already seen some of this instability with the Marlins with Jeter leaving not that long ago for some of the, you know, same kind of vague reasons. So disappointing to kind of have that off of the season that they had, which was really exciting. But I mean, I trust her judgment here because if she doesn't think that it's the job for her, then that's that's her right. Jordan, great stuff as always. I will talk to you in a couple of weeks and I look forward to chatting with Jake next Monday. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Thanks, All right. buddy. That is a Jordan on a grand old Monday, of course. Grand old barbecue, simply the best barbecue in town. You can get it at uh, North Park or need, up in Flynn Springs. I need some in me soon. You a little uh, craving the barbecue lately? I need a meat fest is what I need. Do you? Yeah, I need a meat fest for lunch at some point. Sounds good to me. Just meat, meat, meat. No problem with that at all. All, all right, right, we are three hours now into our four-hour program. Uh, we've got one hour remaining. Uh, we'll get a Rindle report, get some headlines from Polly coming up. As I mentioned, the uh, the new AP College basketball poll should drop sometime in our next segment, first one of the season. We'll see if the Aztecs get a little extra 
extra cred on their name after running to the national championship it's, game last year. I don't year. see it in the Rindle Report, but we're going to have to do at some point a shout-out to her family. I'll just work on my thigh masters right now. Yep. All right, it's Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.